all of a sudden you hear the other person next door just in the bathroom and we're just like awesome. Welcome, everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for joining the most drunk union out there. We are being joined by some of my favorite people. First of all, one of the flashiest people I know. He is Flextravagant. Hi. Uh, what's going on, man? I'm feeling kind of weird today, but uh, I think it's just the holidays. Just like a holiday slump? Yeah, or? not a holiday slump. You know, it's just, you know, with uh, everybody being so busy for the holidays, it kind of makes you go a little crazy, you know? Mm. So let's just—that's what beer is for. Yeah, let's just be a little weird today. Yeah. All right. Well, time to get crazy. <laughs> uh, and also hanging out with us is the sloshiest and saltiest sailor of all the seven seas, Erica, aka everyone knows her as Neck Nosh. How's it going? Hey, friends! Happy to be here. I have my Happy New Year hat on, but it's like choking me. So just pretend that it's on my head. Yes, there it's a it uh, child's birthday hat with the uh, <laughs> very dangerous like it's not a rubber band it's not a string it's like rubber string it's the worst invention ever yeah but we we appreciate your right, your, your, your festive awesome. effort yeah. yes it was uh thank you a for effort i only come festive with beers so uh you've done way better than i have and and my back to the future shirt i don't have anything festive uh all right so anyways <laughs> this this is our uh, our new year's episode ish we are going to keep it short, I think. We'll see. We'll find out because, uh, you know, you might have a party you're driving to as you're listening to this. We don't want to interrupt that, but we do want to get a couple of beers in your ear holes, talk about a couple of things. We have a very perfect New Year's uh, ludicrous libation law, some top 10 breweries, top 10 beers of the year, and uh, some drinking traditions from around the globe because we're not just one country. We're all countries here. Yeah, but mostly Finland country. Right. <laughs> they were not on this list. I was a little sad, but uh, they got like an entire Christmas episode dedicated to them. So I think they'll be okay with it. <laughs> they have most 50% of episodes dedicated to them, but we appreciate that. And I, 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 and I hope they appreciate it if they actually listen. Yeah. Erica, do you have any Scandinavian in your background? Yeah, I'm mostly Swedish. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did it. I refrained. I don't know, I don't know anything. Yeah. I did refrain. <laughs> yeah. I go, uh, my, my brain goes to chocolate. I hear Swedish. I think chocolate. Mm. And yeah, what do you, what do you think of okay. when you hear Finland? Yeah, poor. <laughs> uh, Lutefisk. That's, that's it. That. Like, there's nothing like, you know, Finnish chocolate. They're Scandinavian, right? I'm not no. just like making shit up, right? Totally. Yeah, I'm from okay. a Scandinavian town. 100% Scandinavian. Okay. Legit. Cool. I mean, you you look, you got the whole blonde thing happening, so. Yeah, I'm a, and we, we have this uh, show in Astoria, Oregon, where it's called Shanghai to Astoria, and it's a bunch of, like, Scandinavians and stuff, and they're, like, sturdy women and all this stuff, and, yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> that sounds super goofy. Oi, they say oi. <laughs> very nice. Really nerdy. It sounds very nerdy. It sounds um, all right. it's very nerdy. Yeah. Super nerdy. <laughs> well, let's put on our glasses as we nerd out. I'm going to uh, crack things off and dive into the first beer of the day. Well, in honor of New Year, 
listeners, I am drinking Stone's Enjoy By 010122, an unfiltered IPA. 9.4%, 90 teeth shattering IBUs, Yowza. has a 403 on Untapped and a 98 on Beer Advocate. Stone says, for this version of Stone Enjoy by IPA, we thought, we don't always have a filter, so why should our beer? By skipping a step and letting this devastatingly fresh, golden-hued IPA go unfiltered, the beer takes on a hazy appearance and its peach and tropical fruit aroma are, uh, are intensified. So though it may sound like it, so though it may sound like it, words, oh, dude, okay. words. Yeah. Well, it's kind of <laughs> weirdly. So though it may sound like it, this misstep was no misstep. Like the other IPs, in the, like the other IP. <laughs> Take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> Let me center my cheek. You picked a stone. You asked for I it. I know I did. Like the other IPAs in this series, this version is brewed specifically not to last, and the featured hops are Nugget, Super Galena, Simcoe, Delta, Target, Amarillo, Cascade, Galaxy, Citra, Nelson, Motueka, and Helga. <sighs> I think that's all the hops they could have put in it. What a mouthful. Now, is, yeah. is the date on this beer actually the total number of hops in it? <laughs> 24, 0101-22. Add them all up, you get 24. Yeah, I think I think that's about right. No wonder it's 90 IBUs. Um, it's it's what they say it is. It's a big double IPA. You get a lot of that like boozy maltiness up front from like an old school double West Coast IPA. You get a little bit of that stone fruit, but honestly, I get more pine and floral notes personally. Uh, it's one of those things I like to do every year that enjoy by a 101. It's a great way to start off the new year drinking a fresh beer. I know that uh, stone sometimes kicks over some promotional beers. This is not one of them. I went and bought this with my own monies. He's so, uh, giving them the money. That's right. <laughs> Whatever promotional stuff they've sent me, I've just undone by buying this beer. Anyways, uh, enjoy by 0101.22. Get it fresh and enjoy it. I do think that like the enjoy buys, if you buy them after the date on the bottle, you should get like a slight discount on these things. Well, like a like a 50% totally. off discount or just like a... Anything. Why am I paying full price I for agree. a beer that it expired a week ago? Now, is that the actual expiration date, or is this just like a marketing ploy? You know, like yes. buy it for the holiday. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's meant to be fresh. Like they do fresh hots, meant to be enjoyed fresh. But uh, you know, it doesn't explode on one o two. Boy, that'd be nuts if it did. <laughs> right? You know, better fucking drink it. <laughs> Get your friends, enjoy by 101, you know, before the date and get your enemies, you know, the 101 <laughs> after. Right. Friends into your own firework. <laughs> Happy New Year. To hell with, you know, lighting dog shit on fire on the front stoop, you know, just put an expired uh, enjoy by from stone and bam yeah. goes the doorstep. That'd be kind of cool. You set one of these outside and then like as the clock, clock strikes midnight, it just poof. You know, it's a nice little <laughs> New Year's celebration. I like Stone. I like the twelfth, you know, ding of the clock. It's <laughs> right. <laughs> Starts exploding. Come on, Stone. These are some stellar marketing ideas yeah, market that you guys that. are missing out on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, all right. Lots to get to, like I said. First, I just I just Googled is Finland actually a part of Scandinavia? Technically, it's not. It's part of the Nordic region, but linguist oh, linguistically dang. it is. So it's you know it's a little yeah. A little our this, Scandinavian little Midsummer Festival always proudly you know 
salutes the Finnish. I was going to say salutes. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) We're on the same wavelength. (laughs) Dance around the maypole and all that stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I like dancing. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's let's get out. (laughs) Let's get weird. (laughs) (laughs) Flex wanted to get weird. (laughs) Woo. Oh. Flex keep your socks on right? yeah keep your socks <laughs> yeah very buff socks <laughs> they coming off um yeah. very important question for you guys when do the christmas decorations come down uh usually the day after um, oh boxing my, my, day yeah my, As the Canadians my wife celebrate. is usually very adamant about getting that stuff taken down immediately uh I like th- that. this year on the other hand it was uh a bit hazy i guess because uh mm. our christmas eve got canceled with my my family oh. so now they're coming over this week so we were debating on keeping the christmas stuff up and out but we did indeed take everything down except for the christmas tree in the living room and i specify that because we also had a christmas tree in the family room oh two trees because yeah my wife's a bit of a christmas freak so mm-hmm. two um, fake trees, if I remember two right, two fake trees, correct. Uh, so then the, everything is down and put away. And I think my watch, you know, calculated me climbing 41 flights of stairs today because I was up <laughs> and down and up and down with box after box and tree after tree. And I mean, it was it was a little bit outrageous. I hate all of that. I, I hate. I'm do such you, a fucking. Do you want to know what, what I, I hate? I hate right, Ebenezer. doing the decorating, you know, right. That's what I hate. I'm putting it away. I love when it's out. Like, I, I'm actually, you know, the person, like, early November that's, like, nudging my wife, like, hey, you're going to get the the Christmas stuff out? Because for me, it's like, you know, it's just seeing it kind of brightens up the mood, and it's like, oh, hey, mm. you know, my kids love Christmas, and they can't wait for Christmas, so, you know, it really all rolls together in, like, a big ball of you know, cheesiness, but joy, you know, right. Christmas is joy. So maybe I'd like it more if I had kids, like the dog doesn't seem to give a shit. So I don't really give a shit. <laughs> um, I, I hate the mess and like the effort associated with like getting everything out and putting everything away. It's only out for a month. It's not like you painted your walls and you get to enjoy it for years. You put all this work and you get to enjoy it for like four weeks. Well, that's why I'm so adamant on getting it out as early as possible. Like early, you know, first week in November. Cause it's like, you, Christmas decorations are essentially investments, right? You spend stupid amounts of money on them. Well, you better get that goddamn money's worth, you know? So instead of having it yeah. out for maybe just two weeks, get it out for seven weeks or eight weeks or, you know, please don't get it up before Halloween because that's a little bit excessive. But if you do, yes. good for you because you are investing. Yeah. What about you, Erica? When do the decorations go down? Okay, so they can't go up until after Thanksgiving, in my opinion, because Thanksgiving is a fall holiday, and then you move into like winter. And then it, I, I think up to a week after New Year's Day, honestly, is forgivable to me. But anything after that, you're just trash. So I like mean, basically that's kind two of the weeks, line. Two weeks after Christmas. Yeah, I like all the lights still being around in the house when it's like, you know, New Year's Eve party, and I like all the glittery you know of that and yeah then it's time you have you have a week to take it down yeah that's super yeah, legit. Make, yeah i'm i'm with like a week like around new year's day like this year new year's day falls on a saturday so like i think sunday would be a good day to take the shit down uh, 
that I thought of this because I was taking pictures of my enjoy by tonight in front of the Christmas tree. I was like, it's kind of New Year'sy as a background. Oh yeah, <laughs> you'll see that I on the like, gram you know, in a couple because of days. Christmas and New Year's are so close together that you know the decorations can kind of intertwine. It, yeah, it makes it's, sense. It's my New Year's tree. I'll, yeah. I'll allow mm-hmm. it. I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why the fuck not? You don't so. like Christmas, but you're excited <laughs> for the new year to come, right? Something like that. Yeah. I enjoy New Year. Like, I, I'm not a huge Christmas fan. I think we've talked about that. But uh, New Year's, I enjoy New Year's, I mean, especially like non-pandemic when we'd always have like a fairly big party, have people over this year. We were going to do that. And then we're, we've kind of reduced it due to things going on and, and half the guest list we're going to invite has COVID right now. And oh, so, uh, we figured we should keep that a very low guest list, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy new year's. It's uh, I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's an excuse to get hammered and not look like an alcoholic. New year's yeah. is great before <laughs> having, you know, little kids, you know, that, that was the best. Mm. I loved new year's then. That's true. And now it's just kind of like, all right, or how much longer are we keeping the kids up? Cause now I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you have to be quiet. <laughs> right. I think your kids are a little older than Flex's. Am I right? Yes. I think they're similar, like six and eight. Oh, How old dang, are yours, yeah. Flex? Five and seven, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're similar. basically the same. Do you guys, yeah. like, do you force them to stay up till midnight or are you like, nope, go to bed, no. fuckers? No. Last year, no, no, I, no, we don't. They almost made it to 11. Mm. Wow. But it was. My it, husband can't make it to 11. So. I usually <laughs> can't make it to 11. Um, so, like, it was my wife's idea last year to try and let them stay up as you know long as they could, and I'm the one that's just like rolling my eyes, like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I should have been in bed <laughs> by eight thirty. I'm exhausted. I'm always <laughs> up early. All I want to do is sleep early." And uh, so, New Year's for me, within like the last, I don't know, four or five years, is just kind of well, has wow. faded for me. Sure. I uh, I am a night owl. I love being up late. I actually have to kind of like rein it in because I could be up to like 1231. But then I want to sleep in, of course. So I love New Year's Eve. It's just Sterling. I haven't been able to get him to go out since like, I don't know, early 2000s. And we have some crazy (laughs) stories from then. But now it's just like, let's just watch the New York feed. Yeah, we used to. uh, (laughs) We used to always the wife and I would go somewhere every year between like you know, day or two after Christmas through New Year's, we'd always spend New Year's somewhere else in a different city. And uh, COVID put a little bit of a break to that, but I can't wait yeah. to get back to doing that. That's, it's always fun being somewhere else. And and if we could like work it out, we're in, we're in a city where we know somebody even better. We get to party with somebody we know. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Well, we, so. we experienced our first open bar on a New Year's Eve when we were mm. like in our very early 20s. That was just so dangerous and so bad. <laughs> that sounds it was horrible. Like, how you made it to, till midnight is beyond me. Oh, it was, it was great. We did, but it was like, there's these places called McMinimins in Portland where they like convert oh, yeah. different, like, yeah, fire stations and all these cool places. So we stayed in the McMinimins hotel and we paid for this open bar and we're like broke college kids, but this is a big deal. So we have to take advantage. We're drinking all night. And the way the bedrooms are is you share a bathroom with whoever's on the other side. Like mm. you have no choice. It's like a Jack and Jill situation. Yes. It's a total Jack and Jill situation. So it's like we, we go to bed and all of a sudden you hear the other person next door just <laughs> in the bathroom and we're just like, awesome. We share this bathroom all night. This is going to suck. Like what a dick. And then Sterling gets up and like the guy leaves the room and he goes in there. <laughs> and that's how the night went back and forth. Like seesaw taking turds just woofing oh, it into this bathroom and just like that sounds oh, 
absolutely absurd. It's the worst. I can't actually, I need like, I can't say the worst as good as flex does, but really the worst. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just sitting, worst. listening to those two. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He dropped his phone oh, and an ice bucket. So <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Coley. I, I will tell you it was so bad. I like, so, I, I yeah. like that drop. Cause it makes it feel like Coley's here. Right. 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 That and, uh, Y'all had a beer? Never. <laughs> I like that one too. You know, it's funny. One of my worst like experiences like that happened in Portland also. We did oh. Portland New Year's, I don't know, five or so years ago. In fact, it snowed the year we were in Portland. Um, okay. We did, first of all, it was like the night before New Year's Eve. We were at this hotel and the guy in the other room starts blasting music at like three in the morning and just fucking blasting. And then you wow. hear... I think there's like three people in there and then it sounded like they were having sex, which like, I'm all for it, man. High five, <laughs> do your thing, get drunk, but like, shut the fuck up at three in the morning and yeah. he wouldn't stop. So we called security, security went up. Well, first they wouldn't come up. And so like, we called security a lot of times and finally we said, we're calling the police if you guys don't come up and do it yourself. And for some reason they didn't want the police involved. So they finally sent security up, security talked to him. And then as soon as security walked away, he slammed his door and just starts banging on the wall nonstop. Like, fuck. So we call him back. Like, now he's retaliating. And so security comes back up and basically the same thing happened. And so finally security came back up and was like, if you do, if we get called back again, we're we're escorting you out of the building without your stuff. We could hear the whole thing taking place. And so finally, after that, he shut the fuck up. Uh, and then the next day was was New Year's Eve. We went to this place. There's a restaurant at another hotel called Swank and Swine. It's two different restaurants. Swank is like the fancy side. Swine is like the the bar bites type side. And it's really good yeah, food. That's, that's a super cool idea. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like same yeah. thing, but, you know, different halves. And we we hung out the um, swine side and we had like really good food and cocktail. We made friends at the bartender. He's like, here, I was just working on this new recipe. And he's just like handing us drinks all night. We got... Shittered. The next morning was like probably the worst hangover of my life. I was just mixing (laughs) everything. And uh, we found this disgusting sandwich place that only had like the greasiest sandwiches in the world. I wish I could remember the name. It helped us. But man, like New Year's Day was completely lost after all that. Hopefully you didn't have to go home that day. No, we had a couple days to to recoup. But yeah, we spent the whole day in bed. Other than getting food, we spent the whole day in bed. It was nuts. Portland will do that to you. It just (laughs) inspires all the the naughties mm-hmm. <laughs> all the it's drinking a fun town it's it is really it could be really fun just cool uh rooftop rooftop yes. bar we were hanging out at and uh good times anyways yeah this is not the portland show <laughs> so uh I, I will move on hashtag forever finland but it is the weird we have to argue it is the weird episode according to flex and portland's motto is keep portland weird so there's yeah, a weird. time wow, really? okay. we're moving on totally yeah. yes wow it is. they're just all become a new favorite city yes. Yeah. And in the early days of like shopping online, there's a store that's based out of Portland, which is the only place I could find shoes that fit my big ass feet. Oh, because you're like a circus freak. That's a Portland thing too. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Portland. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, New Year's Eve, uh, ludicrous libation law. I I figured this was perfect. This comes out of Florida. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hey, Beer Vixen. Uh, apparently in Florida, traditional large celebratory champagne bottles, so the big champagne bottles, not the regular size, are illegal. In the entire state of Florida? The entire state of Florida, no champagne bottles that aren't, you know, like the 750 mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably someone not like popped an eye out or something by not knowing how to get the cork <laughs> and too much pressure. It had to be something like that. Or somebody got too much horsepower behind fell that cork. On one too much horsepower. And got like impaled. 
you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, leave it to Florida to fuck that up. Well, that's what I'm thinking is like something, some stupid Florida man had to have done something ridiculously stupid with this oversized bottle of champagne that they yeah, had to be right. like, you know what? It This is completely unsafe for anybody in our state because everybody's a moron and everybody <laughs> is going to get hurt with this obnoxiously large bottle of champagne. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Here we are. No big champagne. I got to buy two bottles instead right. of one. What a, what a ridiculous marketing scheme. That Maybe that's what it is. Mm, maybe so. You know, but then, More of course, CRV you know, way. Alabama drives over, knocks on Florida's door, and is like, all right, we'll take those bottles. Yeah. Roll, everybody. Everybody. Roll Georgia. <laughs> oh, I saw that coming. <laughs> Rota. Oh, my God. I don't remember what I was watching. We were watching. I should ask the wife. We were watching something on TV the other night. And like it was somebody from Alabama and they're going back and forth. And then like the end of it, like roll tide and walked away. I was like, oh, roll tide. It's a real thing. I'm it telling you, it, it solves everything. Yeah. Ever since Brian brought it up, like it's I see it everywhere now. Roll tide everywhere. Uh, all right. Let's make ourselves a call to the pen and find out what Erica's drinking in honor of New Year's Eve. All righty. I have Lights Out Stout from Worthy Brewing in Bend, Oregon. Mm. And, um, you know, the Lights Out Stout thing kind of made me think of, made me think of 1999, you know, where we all thought like when the ball dropped, like <laughs> all the power was going to go out. Y2K was going to hit. Right. Like yeah. our Instead computers we just got were going to Yeah. <laughs> so, the uh, best yeah, lights out, in stout. the world at what I do. Mm. <laughs> sorry, Erica. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, oh, that's okay. Super nerd. That's okay. No, you be you. Just keep flex weird. It's cool. <laughs> um, so it is seven point seven percent ABV. It logs in zero IBUs, so the polar opposite of Greg's beer. Um, three point eight one on Untapped has no description. So no. once again, opposites. Of Greg's very lengthy but articulately done description. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> well played. It's an American stout. It's an American stout, everyone. That's what it says. So I went to the website. It also it says our ode to starry nights, hints of vanilla, coffee, and nutty flavors with a creamy finish. Mm. So yeah, it's it has a moderate head to it. Dig on it. That's a nice glass you're drinking out of, by the way. Mm. Yep, little plug. Craft yeah. Republic. Yeah, cheap plug for the delicious glass. Go to the website, click on the store. Mm. Tongue jabber wow. approved. It really mm-hmm. displays that beer so nicely. Does look good with stouts in it. It does. It like pops. It's really cool. Um yeah, so this really is a um coffee forward beer. It's um just nice and like moderate, like body, you know, medium body. It's kind of nutty finish. Mm. Um just kind of like we're gonna do the the year here just end a little nutty and um a bit nutty a little nutty a bit nutty (laughs) so yeah it's a a nice stout um nice and it's stout weather it's cold as fuck over here finally on the west coast yeah that's crazy yeah it's raining our lows this week i don't know about you erica our lows down here in southern california all week are in the 30s it's like what the fuck there's a frost warning too that is yeah what is this guys hey it was uh, we are not used to this we had a high of 43 today Mm. Look out for us. We're basically California. 
That's disgusting. That's <laughs> so weird. Oh, I was like 50 something today. I was like, ah, God. how do I go I outside? Put on, like ski pants. Do you even own like a yeah. hoodie or like a jacket or anything like that? Very, very light hoodie. Very light hoodie. Okay. In case he goes to Portland. That's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Like when I go to the East Coast or snowy places, like I am so underprepared. The only thing I have for snow is like my actual ski jacket and ski pants, which, okay. you know, if you wear that out and about, you, you can hear me coming a mile yeah, away because it's, like, it's like the 90s again wearing like swishy pants yeah. you know swish 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 <laughs> here comes greg wearing his ski shit again <laughs> swish, swish, swish. so uh yeah very nice very nice enjoying that stout over there so, so erica's thing you know it said an ode to the starry nights um that was like one of my all-time go-to favorite shots i don't know if you guys ever heard of a starry night where it was oh, yeah, yeah. uh half goldschlager and half jagermeister so when you get Ooh. like the dark looking color and then you get the gold flakes in there, you know, to make it look like stars in the sky. Yeah. Um, I've never had that. Oh my God. It's the fucking best. Is it 50, 50 Goldschlager Jaeger? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. To be honest, Sounds I cool haven't looking. even seen Goldschlager in multiple I, decades. I am the, uh, mul- not multiple for me. I would say if probably about 12 years, maybe 11 years. Hmm get like the 500 milliliter bottles of each and just like stay up all night in the fucking backyard or on a fire, just getting smashed shot after shot after <laughs> shot. And it was just the best. And the the best part nice. about that shot is we never had hangovers from it. Like we, oh. we, we hammered off Jaeger and Goldschlager and just never feel like shit the next day. The first time I had it, I was <sighs> about 10. <laughs> <laughs> So I was with my dad. I'm going to have to talk to your dad about this one. I know. Well, he didn't even know. He he may not even know still. We were over at the neighbor's house. The neighbors had a couple of girls who like one was my age. One was like my sister's age. We'd hang out and like the parents would always get just shammered. And I remember one night, like he went back to the house to, I don't know, pee or something. And it was just me over there. And I said something about the bottle with the gold. And I was like, can you drink this? Like, oh, yeah. Like, the gold's so thin, it dissolves and hits your tongue, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, crazy. Like, do you want to try it? And I was like, I didn't know what it was. I mean, I knew it was alcohol, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I was like, uh, sure. And so I took it. And I made like a little, like, huh, you know, like a little huh, shot face. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it wasn't. Yeah. Huh, but I guess it wasn't that bad of a shot face because everyone was like, holy fuck, this guy just took it. Like, 10-year-old me was just like hammering back Goldschlager. Loves Goldschlager. Exactly. Here I go. By the way, tell your sister um, I said what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Last week is mom. This week is sister. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Working his way through the fam bam. Good job there. Lexi. I do what I can. He's going to be my stepdad and my (laughs) brother-in-law all at the same time. Oh, only if, Can't wait. if I actually have it my way. <laughs> it sounds like you're halfway there. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, all right. A couple things to get through before uh, we wrap things up. Uh, some big news to end the year on, at least big news here on the West Coast. Green Flash Brewing has been bought out by Sweetwater Brewing. I did see that. Yeah, that's that's huge. They were one of the OGs in the craft scene. I mean, they were doing those bitter as fuck IPAs back in the day with Stone. I mean, it was like a you know contest to see if they could chip your teeth out with all the IBUs. Yep. And uh, I think I don't know a year and a half or so ago they got like sold to an investment firm. Like they bought Alpine, and Alpine was a great brewery, and then kind of turned to shit. And then they kind of ran out of money, 
Then they got bought out by an investment firm. So now they're they're being purchased by Sweetwater Brewing. It's actually their parent company, which is Tilray Medical. They're a cannabis company. And so they're going to, uh, I guess they're starting to like infuse, you know, CBD, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, beers. Yeah. So they're doing that with Sweetwater. It seems like they're probably going to start doing that with Green Flash as well. They're going to eventually close the Green Flash location in San Diego, move all production over to the Sweetwater facility in Fort Collins, Colorado, which, you know, look, do whatever you want to do. But uh, it seems weird to be like Green Flash, San Diego, West Coast. And it's like produced in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to uh. think they're hoping people just don't look at the bottle, you know, where it says that. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like to be honest, Green Flash has been on the decline for years now. It's why they've had so many issues. So it's kind of a weird thing to. I don't blame them for closing the location because you know maybe they have a little brand power left. But um, the whole thing's weird. Honestly, the most I think the the most valuable part of that purchase is the Alpine name more than anything. Yeah, but, uh, even I can kind of see how like their logo that's that like literally a green flash. They could mm-hmm. easily turn that into like. A marijuana leaf, oh, just kind of rebrand true. it or something. I mean, that'd be a good merge right there. But that would be good. I mean, yeah, maybe the, compete with the uh, the hi fi hops from Lagunitas. I've had that yeah. before. Their their weed beer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, big news here in in the in the California beer region. Um, because it's the end of twenty twenty one. Figured we'd do some uh, end of the year wrap up lists. So from Untapped, yeah. we have the top ten breweries. Of I always like these lists. I usually do. I think you're going to hate this one. Well, that's why I like them because <laughs> I I like to hate them. Yeah. <laughs> so top ten breweries of the year based on check ins on Untapped. So not necessarily ratings, oh. but check ins. And uh, oh, okay. prepare to be pissed off. Number ten, Equilibrium Brewery. Fine. That's a jam. Number nine, Anheuser Busch. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Number eight, Goose Island. Yeah, that's super gross. Anheuser-Busch. Super gross. Yeah. Number seven, Stone. Good job, Stone. Right on, right on. Okay. Number six, Not So Crafty Anymore, New Belgium Brewing. Number five, Sierra Nevada Brewing. I guess I could tell you how many check-ins they have. I'll start here with top five. They had uh, 10.38 million check-ins. Wow, that's a lot. Damn. Yeah, number four for all you racists out there, Founders, Founders. Brewing Company. Oh, why do people yeah. still support Founders? It not kills only the racist AF, but like the KBS and all that stuff is not good, anyways. Uh, anytime anybody posts a Founders beer, the first thing I crosses my mind is fuck Founders. Yeah, same. I hate you know we have these little engagement groups on Instagram. We're supposed to like comment on people's pictures and stuff, and I hate when it's like Founders like. This was say like, "Hey, fuck you." Yeah, I, I don't think that's what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, do you not Maybe know been... what you're doing or what you're posting? You fucking right. moron. Yeah, people don't know or care, and they're not even craft anymore either. So, uh, number three, not a whole lot better. Brew Dog with six point eight three million uh, check-ins. Number two, here's a good one. Other half brewing. Heyo. And uh, oh, 4.18 million. And number one, any guesses on the number one most checked in? Uh, Pabst, probably. Is it the. Uh, no, no, it's it's, it's, actually, it's, it's craft. A, it's a brewing company. Oh, okay. Uh, Sam Adams. Hmm. No, no. Um, even more crafty than Sam Adams. Bell's not craft anymore. It's true. They are not. Or they might technically still be, but it's not Bell's. Uh, it is on the East Coast. Oh, oh East Coast. Um, Massachusetts. Not Treehouse, is it? Treehouse. Whoa. Yeah. Holy smokes. 
Yeah. So there you uh, go. very cool. Very okay. very cool. Good for them. Yeah. At least uh, we ended the list on a on a high note. Uh, right. And then, not to be outdone, is the top ten beers of 2021. So same standards this time. It's beer, not let me guess. Brewery. Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale on there. I'm sure it must be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number ten, the beer that escapes us on the West Coasts, Yingling's Traditional Lager. Number nine, and what the fuck is wrong with all of you, Stella Artois? Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> my bro- so my, my brother in law got on a stint to drinking Stella, and I the I was. What is wrong with you? Yeah, so gross. Uh, number eight, Tripel Carmelet from Brewery Bostils. I probably butchered the shit out of that. You usually do. I butcher this one as well. Yeah. <laughs> number seven, <laughs> Birra Moretti La uh, La Autentica uh, Ricanal <laughs> from Birra Moretti. Good job Thanks. on that one. Yeah, this one I'll get just fine. Number six. Miller Lite. Nailed it. Oh, nice and clear. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, I still got to represent Milwaukee. Way to, way to hit that top 10. <laughs> yeah, way to be creative, Milwaukee. Uh, number five, I think I can get this one too. Lagunitas IPA. A whole bunch of non-craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four. Oh. <laughs> number four. Let's see if I can pronounce this one. It's a it's a Mexican word here, a Spanish word here. Uh Corona extra? I think I got it. I think I got it. There. <laughs> to roll the R, I think that's what was missing. Oh, corona. Totally got me on that one. <laughs> uh, number three, Brewdog's Punk IPA. Number two, let me know, is this worse or better than Stella? Heineken. Uh, it's like the same. Mm. And number First. one, any guesses on the number one beer? Bud Light. No, I, I, technically, I don't think they're... No, they're not. Technically, they're not craft. Okay. Oh, I see. Yes, okay. They're from Ireland. Oh, Guinness. Oh, yeah. Guinness. Right on. Okay. Yeah, Guinness is okay. the number one in terms of check-ins. Yeah, I guess so, it could have uh, been worse, but it could have been a whole hell of a lot of gateway beer. Yeah. Craft yeah, beer. it's yeah. a good gateway from shit to, to good. It's good in between. Yeah, right. Beer. I, I still don't understand it when people are like, oh, yeah, you know, there's... Nothing like enjoying a, a nice cold Guinness. And I'm like, well, have you ever had any other beer, though? You know, because it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's not super enjoyable at all. Yeah, not really. No. It's it's best with like, like beers and shit, like a, a car bomb. Yeah, like, with the, I, I enjoy yeah. a good Irish car bomb, you know, like that's when it's good. That's when Guinness is necessary. So um, anyways, real quickly before we wrap things up. Weird New Year's Eve drinking traditions from around the globe. This is for all of you members of the Craft Beer Republic. Uh, in Scotland, the first guest after midnight brings the whiskey. At most New Year's Eve parties, you want the first guest to bring booze, so you have plenty to drink while you're uh, waiting for midnight. But in Scotland, where they celebrate Hogmanay on December 31st, the first guest who enters after midnight is even more important. The so-called first footer decides a lot about the luck of the household for the coming year, bringing gifts like whiskey uh, to grant good fortune. We say, play it safe, tell your guests to bring whiskey just in case they arrive after midnight. So you think there's like like a race to get into parties in Scotland? Like to be like... a race to like be the last one there, like right at midnight. Yeah, to be like the coolest fucking person. Like you're the one bringing, you know, good fortune and you know, prosperity for the new year. It's like, I want to know the consequence. If you like show up unprepared, 
Yes, I like that. Also, I mean, if you have like five friends show up at the same time, do you ask like, all right, who's who spent over fifty dollars? No, no, you know, who spent over eighty? Okay, <laughs> looking for the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, you with the whistle pig, you're in. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming if you arrive without the whiskey, they just make you do a naked run around the house. One can only hope. I mean, that's what I would do. Y'all out of clothes? Yeah. Uh, in Russia, they burn their wishes and drink the ashes. Uh, plenty of cultures oh, write and burn messages. Dude, that sounds like the most Russian thing in the fucking world. <laughs> right. <laughs> but only in Russia do they drink the sooty remnants. In order to really internalize their hopeful wishes for the coming year, Russians scrawl them down, burn the paper, pour the ashes into their champagne, and chug it right at midnight. And by champagne, Good. you mean vodka, right? Yeah, they don't have yeah, champagne. Yeah, they don't have champagne. Vodka with CO2 yes, yeah. added to it or something. Yes. Uh, in Spain, they drop gold into their cava. They're Spanish like the local bubbly, bubbly so much, they put a ring in it. Well, at least a coin or anything else gold. The gold symbolizes wealth in the new year, but the magic only works if you drink the whole glass down after a midnight toast and retrieve the object. Just be careful not to swallow it. In Germany, they eat rum-filled donuts. New Year's Eve is all about indulgence to send off the year with a blast. In Germany, they celebrate the over-the-top holiday with Berliner... Oh, God, you guys. Frankuchen. <laughs> <laughs> Which translates literally to Berlin pancake, but it's actually closer yeah. to donuts. Kuchen. Okay. You're Thank so you, good at reading person. foreign languages. I am the best. You know, I should get my wife in here. Like, she actually speaks German and Italian and all these other languages. Uh, filled with jelly or more appealing to New Year's drinkers, rum icing. Uh, and then finally, in Japan, they share sake cups with their elders. Sharing is caring, especially if you're sharing your drink and your life force. You can't drink otoso, a spiked sake reserved for New Year's, just like any other rice wine. After steeping herbs and spices in sake overnight and warming the mixture in the morning of New Year's Day, families share three special cups. Passing sake from youngest to oldest so the elders can absorb vitality from their descendants. Sounds Sweet. a little nice. creepy. I'm going to pass on the mold sake, um, yeah. especially sharing cups with people. But uh, right. if I would have to do any one of those traditions, I think I'm going to eat the rum-filled donuts in Germany. Yeah. Yes. I think we're I'm all on board one. with that. I'm on board with that. I'm first most Swedish, second most German. Ich komme aus Deutschland, baby. Oh, da. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to eat eat up the donuts. Yeah, I'm good with the donuts. I'm also good with Scotland. You guys want to come over and bring some whiskey? I'm beer for well, I'm whiskey for it. Well, the only thing I'm, the only thing I thought with that is by midnight, I'm going to be pretty toasted already. Yeah. So if I'm you're bringing whiskey by... after midnight, it just does not call for good fortune the next morning. <laughs> but what's better than an Irish coffee the next morning? Yeah, that's true. That's very whiskey true. Whiskey and the old coffee there. I love me an Irish coffee. You're so damn smart, Greg. Yeah, just the old noodle up here. There you go and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> that is right. Uh, all right. I think that's everything. I hope everyone out there has a very fantastical New Year's. Hope you get real schmammered. Hey, you know what? Drunk dial us while you're getting hammered out there. 805-53-BEER. Yes, please do. Happy please. New Year's, everybody. Be safe out there. Happy. Yes, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow Flex at Flex Me a Beer, underscores in between. Erica at Neck Nosh, all one word on the gram, necknosh.com. Go buy yourself some New Year's pretzels over there. Find us, craftbeerrepublic.com, and at Craft Beer Republic. And uh, like I said, 
Drunk dialist on New Year's. Just put it under A on your contact. So it's the first person you accidentally call, 805-538-BEER-2337, and mail at craftbeerrepublic.com. Hope everyone has a phenomenal, that's my word, New Year's Eve and not-so-bad hangover on New Year's Day. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.